balding people and welcome back to those bald chicks your favorite alopecia podcast i'm Kristen, and i'm here with paige and our eighth guest zelda menifee she is a transgender woman that has had alopecia areata since she was 15 or 16 years old she has stated that having hair loss while being transgender woman has been a very unique experience and is here to share her story she is also a car enthusiast gamer and avid hockey fan we do well up here in canada <laughs> so welcome Zelda. We are so happy to have you join us. Go ahead and take us through your alopecia journey this far. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So of course. I, so I guess my alopecia journey it didn't really start until like I was in early to mid high school around that time. Where I've had some autoimmune complications in the past that I I won't go into, but. Essentially, my hair kind of started falling out around when I was around 15 or 16 years old. Like, I had a lot of things going on in my life, a lot of stress. Yeah. And so I would start taking showers, and I noticed my hair would start falling out. I was like, oh, I have, because I had long hair at the time. So I was like, oh, my hair's just shedding. You know, I'm a teenager. I didn't really think anything of it. Then it started falling out more and more and more. And then the next thing I know, like, I had little clumps falling out of my head in the shower. Yeah. And so like, it got to the point where I had like a little, little bit of a bald spot on top of my head. And so I was like, what is going on? When I first saw it, I thought it was my scalp and I didn't really think anything of it. So when it kept getting bigger and bigger, I was like, what in the world? So I kind of started wearing my hair in a ponytail, shifted backwards so I could kind of cover it. Because sure. whenever I was in high school, I always wore my hair in a ponytail. That's I always did. Because, you know, you couldn't wear hats in school. And I just oh, yeah. always like, because I've always liked wearing hats. That's just kind of how I am. Like, ever, ever since I was a kid, that's just how I was. I guess I don't know if that's like insecurity thing or whatever. But so anyway, I started wearing my hair back. And then by the time I left high school, it had gotten a lot worse. And by the time around, this would be late 2017, around August 2017, that was when it was just, it just kind of took a turn for the worse. So yeah. I looked in the mirror and I had this ginormous bald spot on my head. It was it was about the size of a Sega Genesis cartridge. Like oh, wow. it was oh, wow. it was massive. So like anybody, I went online and I was like, my hair is falling out. What's going on? What's happening to me? Like I was just <laughs> kind of freaking out. Yeah. So I was like, uh, maybe I should go see a doctor about this. So I went I went to go see a doctor and then he said, oh, you have uh, alexia. I was like, I have what? And it turns uh-huh. out he was trying to say alopecia. Oh, he it. <laughs> no way! <laughs> I was literally just about to be like, "What is that?" Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's that's what I was saying. So he's like, "Oh, it's like an auto. You have alopecia areata," which was he was trying to say. I was like, "Well, what is that?" Because I'd never heard of it. Yeah. So he's like, it's an autoimmune hair loss condition where your hair falls out, essentially. I knew it was a thing that exists, like people have yeah. like hair loss conditions, but I never knew yeah. the name of it because my sister had a friend in high school who had it. Like oh. she come over, like she come over and her hair was like really spotty. I, I never said anything to her about it, but I knew that she had a hair loss condition, but I never knew what it was called. 
So that's kind of how I learned what alopecia was. And I kind of put two and two together and I was like, oh. And so that's just that's yeah. just kind of how I knew, I guess. Did they suggest like you should take treatments? You should do this, you do that. Or were you just kind of like, all right, thanks. See you later. <laughs> well, well, I asked him about treatments and then he was like, oh, you, you got to take shots in your head. You got to do this, that and the other. And you got to do it so often. And I was like, how much is that going to cost? And he said like some exorbitant amount of money. And I was like, no. Nah. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely good. not. Get out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. I had too many bad experiences with shots when I was a kid, and I don't want to go through that again. Especially in your head, that. too. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's that's wild. Both Paige and I have been through those shots. No, would not recommend. Yeah. Not a good... If I could go back, I probably wouldn't do them yeah. again because they were and just it, so painful. And it doesn't even guarantee that your hair is going to grow back either. So I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know. Nope, I all. never saw any regrowth, so I was like, "What am I doing no. this for?" <laughs> I'm just, just, just to cry. Just, Have just a good to cry. Put myself in pain, <laughs> yeah. and you know, be yeah, emotionally right. exhausted after the appointment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good, good time. Sounds great. I think the funniest thing that people have told us that have come on is when the dermatologist or doctor says, "Just try not to stress," <laughs> yeah. and you're sitting there like. That's your advice to me for losing hair? Don't stress? Don't stress about it. Yeah. I remember like, mine was like, then. you'll only lose 30 to 50% of your hair. And I'm like, do you realize that's half my head? Like, <laughs> right. do you realize what you're saying to me? Right. <laughs> All the things people say to you about hair loss, you're just saying, they're like, what? <laughs> what is yeah. going on? Or oh. it's just hair. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> can can yeah. I shave your head? Like, is that allowed? Right. It's just hair. I mean, come on. Let's yeah, do come it. On. <laughs> and then I'll yeah, just right. glue it's it just hair. onto mine. <laughs> glue it onto you. Yeah. It, oh, it doesn't man. work like that, but you know. <laughs> Another thing he told me was like, oh, it's a possibility you could lose all of your hair, which I know for some people who have universalis, that is the case, but I never really experienced that. Yeah. But what happened was my patch regrew, and then I had another patch, and that grew back, then I had another patch, and it just kind of comes and goes. So Yep, that's exactly how mine is. I, I feel like it is so unpredictable. I feel like the longest lasting patches are the ones in the back, and then they just kind of rotate in the front. The back, I always don't have hair for some reason. I don't know why that's a thing. But recently, too, we had someone come on, and she was saying that with alopecia, there's a lot of people that have the stork bite birthmark. Like, that's a thing. It's being, I don't know if it's been studied or being studied right now that everybody has that stork bite and if that has to do with autoimmune diseases or conditions. So I thought that was super weird too. But yeah, mine is the same. It's patchy yeah. and unpredictable and that's about it. <laughs> I and, can't do anything and, about it. And I've also had like my eyelashes start to fall out at one time and they still kind of do. Not all the time, but sometimes they do. I had, I had a spot on my eyebrow. I had a spot on my armpit at one point. And I even had like little tiny patches on my legs. Like they weren't like large patches, but they were obviously big enough for me to notice. Like whenever I'm in the shower shaving my legs, I'm like, oh, that's weird. I just have a little bald spot on my leg. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Don't gotta shave there. <laughs> yeah, that's that interesting. Part. I've actually not noticed like body hair going away because I do I shave my arms and stuff I, I started doing that when I was like 14 years old and I have not stopped I shave like my arms and my legs and everything so I haven't noticed that armpit hair though I'm gonna have to check out because I feel like I never look at my armpit so I'm gonna start yeah, like, I just inspecting my armpit yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. only hap- it's only happened to me like once or twice where I've noticed a patch and I, it just never happened again so right interesting very mm-hmm. interesting I'm gonna start looking at my armpits every day just <laughs> what's going on here Where, where's you, my patches you know, there you never know <laughs> you never know that's, that's very right. true 
All right, we're going to get started with these questions. So what was the hardest hurdle to jump when it came to your hair loss? I guess the hardest hurdle for me was just, I guess I kind of felt really insecure about, about my hair loss. Because, like, obviously when you're trans, and a lot of trans girls can relate to this, where, like, the, the, the biggest thing about you that feels feminine is your hair. And that's kind of that's kind of how I was in high school, because, like, I tried to grow my hair out, but my mom was, like, kind of against it. And she, like, made like made me get haircuts against my will. And I just absolutely hated that. So, like, I tried to grow out my hair and I grew out a little bit of it, but it was long, but not too terribly long. So yeah. then that was around the time when my hair started falling out because I was just so stressed out from everything that was going on in my life at the time. And I was like, oh, my God, my, my hair's falling out. People aren't going to see me as feminine. How is how is it going to make me feel like myself? And that was kind of the hardest hurdle at first for me to kind of overcome. Because, yeah. you know, accept, acceptance doesn't happen overnight. But that's oh, just, yeah. God, no. it definitely took time for me to accept it. Absolutely. So then that was like a whole nother layer added on to your, you know, transgender journey. exactly exactly absolutely it's like not only are you going through hair loss but you're also feeling like your identity is going away and you're trying to like grasp onto it like wait a minute like i need this to feel feminine and we understand the femininity part of it too because we're like whoa like i'm used to i was used to like 20 what was it 21 years 22 years of my life having hair and then i had to figure out how to live with losing it and without it so yeah, that's, that's kind of how I was too. Right, absolutely. It's it's like a whole thing that people don't understand that comes along with it. Like it's not mm-hmm. just losing your hair; it's all the emotions involved in that part too. So, yeah, that's, exactly. That's that's really interesting. So, if you don't mind me asking, when did you start your transgender journey? So, I officially came out around summer of 2014, which was about is I'd say about a year before I. I guess my hair started falling out, or at least before I started to notice it. Okay. Same. Were you growing your hair out for a while before that? Yes. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's, that's like, quick, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you come out as transgender, and then your body's like, hey, <laughs> we're <laughs> going to make, we're you. Gonna make you lose some hair. <laughs> so rude. Cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. In what ways do you advocate and or spread awareness about alopecia? I guess the biggest way I can spread awareness is just kind of being open about it because, you know, I'm like, I have somewhat of a social media following, but not, not a ton, but like all my friends know that I have it. And a lot of my friends even told me that because of you, like I never really heard of alopecia, Oh wow. but also me being a car enthusiast, there's a really well-known guy. Well, he's the founder of Koenigsegg, who, which Koenigsegg makes hypercars and their founder, Christian von Koenigsegg, he has alopecia universalis. Oh, no kidding. So that, that's kind of the easiest way for me to explain it to some car people. I'm like, well, you know you know the condition Christian von Koenigsegg has? Well, that's kind of what I have, but it's not really what I have, but it is what I have. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the car scene, that's kind of one way I can like explain it to people and absolutely. describe it to people. Yeah, absolutely. That's that, that's, cool. Yeah, that's really cool that you have someone yeah. to like use as an example, because they'll probably know who that person is. So right. that's, that's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. I think that goes to show too that it's awesome to have people with alopecia in different different li- ways of life. Of life. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different careers and everything cuz mm-hmm. then you can use that person and like people know that person. I remember one time someone was like, "Oh, what is your what is your business name?" I'm like, "Oh, well, I have alopecia." And they went, "Oh, 
like what Jada Smith has, and I'm like, oh, people finally yeah. know what alopecia is because of that terrible situation. But like, I'm happy yeah. that people know about it now, and I don't have to explain it. So, um, so that's pretty cool. Okay, one of my favorite questions: Do you have any moments throughout your hair loss journey that make you laugh now, knowing what you know and like things are easier now, or any embarrassing moments? Anything that you laugh about now that you probably wouldn't have laughed about in the moment? Oh, <laughs> uh, I do have a story. So I used to, I used to sneak out of my mom's house and go to the street races when I was younger. And at the time, I had a yellow '84 Corvette. And Corvettes at the time, like in the early '80s, made like 200 horsepower. So it it looked fast, but it wasn't really a fast car. So I raced a guy who had a first gen Mitsubishi Eclipse, and it he he had like a big turbo. He fully rebuilt the motor, and this thing made like 500 600 horsepower. Oh, and anyone wow. knows anyone who knows these DSM cars know that they make like they just love to make like crazy horsepower. So I raced the guy and obviously I got gapped. So when we when we got back to like where we had the race meet up, I was just like, dude, you gapped the shit out of me. And he was and he like basically told me about the car and he was like, You want to go for a ride in it? And I said, Absolutely I do. So I get in the car and we're going on to the on ramp the highway, which at the time where I lived, like the highway's just like dead at like two, three o'clock in the morning. So he guns it, shifts it from second into third. Like I immediately, I immediately felt the turbo kick in, and then my wig goes flying off into the back seat. <laughs> no way! <laughs> no I, way! I, I, I was, I, I was right in the face. I was so embarrassed, and I just like, like, reached to try to get back to it, and then he just looks me dead in the eye and just says, "Did you lose your hair?" <laughs> It was the way he said it. It was the way he said it that just sent me and I died laughing. But Oh! (laughs) (laughs) No way! That is literally the best visual ever, though. Yeah. (laughs) So, and like, when I felt my wig go off, like, I felt my soul leave my body. And I was just like, I was like, like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. I have a hair loss condition. He was like, oh no, man, it's cool. It's fine. Oh, yeah. where is it? Right? Like, where's my wig? Where do I grab? Yeah, while well, you're being like, pushed go? back in the seat, too, yeah. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> the gravity doesn't mean oh, anything. Yeah. You're like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Usually I wear hats over my wig, but for whatever reason, this time I wasn't. Oh, so. that is too course, good. Right? <laughs> that is such a great story. Oh, oh, I will think about that forever now. I... <laughs> Because you think about stuff like that, though, too, right? Like, when, yeah. when you have hair loss and you're wearing wigs, you think of, like, roller coasters. coasters and, like, things yeah. that are fast that yep. would just take your wig off. Oh, yep. that's funny. I, I don't think we I've ever been in a car that fast, though. So I think I think I wouldn't expect that either. And I would just go, Whoa. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. Right. I went to uh, Disney just this past, like, September. Yeah. And we were on the, like, fastest roller coaster, like the Mr. Incredible mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And I have a suction wig, so I that's what I wore to Disney because I wasn't I wasn't having any of it. And I know my husband looks over after we go through the first turn and he's like, Okay, you're good. Oh, you were worried my hair was gonna fall off, eh? He's like, Well, we were cruising. <laughs> we were going. Yeah. Uh, we we love embarrassing stories though, because of course your soul would leave your body. You didn't know yes. that person. And yep. you were like, Oh, I don't know how what to say or do. Like, oh, 
That is so good. That that's awesome. I feel yeah. like everybody listening is gonna die laughing at that. Yeah. You're gonna have to pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're gonna have to pause and just take a minute to get that visual in your head. No. Yeah. Oh. All right. So on to the next question. Oh man, that is too good. <laughs> I'm gonna keep laughing while I'm asking questions. All right. In regards to your own hair loss, what lesson took you the longest to learn? I guess just kind of self-confidence and self-acceptance. Because, like, you know, obviously when you're trans and hair is like a big part of your identity because it's one of the few things that a lot of trans girls feel that they have to, to feel different or yeah. feel like themselves, I would say. Sure. So, was, so I, guess just, I guess just kind of the big thing was just kind of me accepting, like, well, I don't need hair to be feminine. I mean, I'm already a big tomboy as it is, so yeah. why do I need hair? And, you know, just kind of learning to, you know, see yourself in the mirror without any hair. That that really took me a while. Right. So just kind of self-confidence and self-acceptance. Yeah. I feel like that's a t- those are a couple tough ones for everyone that has hair mm-hmm. loss. Um, Absolutely. Just because it's just people really do think if you don't go through hair loss, they really do think it's just hair. And mm-hmm. then I feel like time and time again, when people that have thought that, that get a hair loss condition or lose their hair because of cancer finally go oh my gosh i remember my cousin got diagnosed with cancer she was more terrified to lose her hair than she was to go through chemo and all that Mm -hmm. i thought that was so eye-opening i was like wow like i never thought of it like that because you're like with hair loss you're not dealing with obviously the diagnosis of cancer but she didn't even think about that. She was like, I don't want to lose my hair. Like, then I won't recognize myself. It'll be even harder for me to go through this. And I was like, whoa, like that is something else. Because I, I knew what that felt like at the time because I had hair loss. So people really don't realize that until it happens to them or they have someone close that it happens to. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree with you with those two things. That was hard for me, too. When it comes to alopecia or hair loss in general, why do you think it's underrepresented? Well, I feel like it's underrepresented because like a lot of like I said, a lot of people don't really know what it is or they see someone without any hair and they just like, oh, they either have cancer or they're bald by choice. Like I've very rarely met someone who never said, oh, they have alopecia. Yeah. Like I've just never really seen that happen. Right. You know? Yeah. It's actually kind of kind of wild when you think about it that there's so many people with alopecia, but in everyday life, you don't really meet many alopecians. You don't see many out there which is why i think you know social media in itself that's like one good thing about it is it connects all of us Mm -hmm. Um, because i think i've only ever seen people out in the wild with alopecia maybe once or twice in my state so i feel like the sense of community is definitely a big thing too or you meet someone with alopecia and you don't even know they have alopecia you got it they're wearing like such a great wig wig. they're yeah like they got something going on where you're just like questioning right yeah because there's there's different types of alopecia too like androgenetic alopecia Mm -hmm. like that you can look like you have like a buzz head with that because there's no patches or anything so like right it's sometimes it's hard to decipher like who has alopecia and who doesn't so yeah super interesting one of our like most important questions we want to ask you too when it comes to having hair loss what challenges have you faced being transgender and having hair loss you know, the self-confidence part of it and, you know, just just kind of learning that you don't need hair to feel like yourself or feel feminine, which I know for a lot of alopecians, that's a big thing to overcome. But for being alopecia, being trans, it's a really big thing to overcome because a lot of my trans friends, like they said, oh, if I lost all my hair, I don't know what I would do. But I guess for me, like, well, I have hair loss, you know, it's just kind of a part of me now because people know me for 
or know that I have hair loss. And it's just kind of thing they know me for, right. so to speak. So you're like, oh, well, as well, instead of just, you know, just having my biological hair, you know, I, I just wear wigs. I could just not wear a wig at all. Yeah. You know, like it's easier to like, you know, work out or go shopping or do my hobbies or whatever. Yeah. When did you start first rocking your bald out in public where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. That was around 2017. That was when my hair got really bad. And that was when I that was when I finally shaved my head. And immediately after I shaved my head, like I just felt a lot happier. I, n- I didn't even know why, but yeah. I just felt like a lot freer and a lot happier. And I dressed really feminine and I just I just kind of went out to the park just to kind of get used to it, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. So just, just kind of feeling the, you know, when you first shave your head, you kind of have that breeze going through your hair yep. or, or lack thereof. Yeah. That's just kind of, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just kind of how it was for me. And I was just like, oh my God, I feel so much better now. What a good setting to go to mm-hmm. for your first time. I never thought to do that, to go to the park and just walk around and be in nature while doing that. I feel like I'm going to try that because I still have a hard time going out there with my patches and everything like that. But I feel mm-hmm. like a park or like a hike would mm-hmm. be easier for me than like a grocery store or something. Because yeah. grocery stores are already chaotic. <laughs> so I feel yeah, like I'd exactly. be like, <laughs> like I wouldn't know what to do. Me. Yeah, exactly. But a park is a good setting for that to be like your first time to get used to it, though. I went on like a Saturday or a Sunday and there weren't like a lot of people there. So I just kind of got on the swing and just put put my earbuds in. Right. And just kind of, oh, the swing. I know. Not right? worried that hair is going to get caught in the chains. Right. Yeah. <gasps> I forgot that I was a go. thing. I got to go. <laughs> I forgot that later. was a thing. No. Yeah, right? <laughs> I forgot that was a thing though. See, it's like stuff like that that you don't mm-hmm. remember when you have shaved your head for so long now. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) What were your best resources or people that have helped you along your journey? Well, I don't really have like a lot of resources locally. So like anybody else, I just kind of went online to find my resources. And that's kind of how I hooked up with some of the alopecia community. I watched some videos on YouTube. And that's how I got to know of some people. And then I started following more people on Instagram. And it just kind of just kind of went from there just to kind of have a community where I felt represented and, you know, kind of had some acceptance to like, they know what's going on and like, well, just kind of be yourself and just embrace it. Yeah. That's just kind of, that's just kind of how it was for me. It kind of sounds like you have friends that are super supportive though of you just in general. So I feel oh, like yeah. you've had some really good friends that while you went there, hair loss, I- I'm assuming, I hope that's, yeah, that's the case. Because yeah. I love hearing that. So that's But awesome I think too. that's also because, you know, your community is the transgender community and they have already gone through so much, you know, in general that it's like, of course, we're going to accept you as you are. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love supportive people because I, like, I feel like when you do have hair loss or anything different about you, anything that you want to tell someone that you don't know if they'll accept it or not or if they'll judge you for it or not, I feel like it is such a nerve wracking thing to come out and say that thing, whatever it mm-hmm. may be. Um, oh, yeah. So, so it's nice to be met with, oh, awesome, cool, because you fear the worst, right? Every time that's what fear is, is you're fearing that this person that you're telling is going to be like, oh, like, I don't, 
I don't want to be by that you now. Or that can't be more true because I always like kind of have that anxiety of like just fearing the worst, you know? Yeah, absolutely, of course, because you more than us too, because we know how the world is, and we oh. know we know especially currently with what is going on with all the bills and everything that are, people are trying to pass. It's and it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It it just is absolutely disheartening and and heartbreaking and so i feel like you more than us completely understands how that feels being authentically yourself and people just not accepting it you know so that fear that fear is always there and it's super unfortunate that's why it's so great to just kind of be around people that love you no matter what that goes for transgender community lgbtq ia community hair loss community anything that makes you different other than the I'm putting in big old quotes, the societal norms that people Uh love to follow. It's so nice to have communities that you can go to, you know, that understand. So, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I just wish that the world would spread more love and not as much hate as we do. Like hating a person because they're different. I don't I'll never I'll never understand it. Your mind will never wrap around it. Exactly. I know Damon and I talk about that all the time where we're sitting there like, I just don't get how can you just wake up and be that way? Like, yeah. right. it, it just does not make sense at all whatsoever. So, uh, I just, yeah, I will never understand it. Um, but we love you. and We love you for the different people everywhere. <laughs> we know what it's like to have hair loss and feel different and stuff like that. So we're, we're so happy that you're on here and talking about hair loss and, and spreading awareness, not only about hair loss, but also how it is to have hair loss being transgender too. I feel like mm-hmm. that's super oh, yeah. important. It's it's yeah. a big part of it. I mean, like, hair loss, anybody can have it. You know what I mean? So it's, like, so important to have everybody on that has hair loss and also to just spread different messages as well about just people being different and accepting people for who they are, which will bring us to our last question. Go ahead, Kristen. Because I'm ready. This, this can be applied to, like, everything, everything you are as a human being, a wonderful human being. So... So what is one piece of advice that you would give someone new to hair loss or possibly regressing right now? I guess just kind of embrace it and just just be yourself because, you know, you have hair loss. You can't really control it. And it's just kind of a part of you. So I guess my advice would just be, you know, just embrace it and be yourself. And if anyone gives you a hard time, then fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Get out of here. Yep. I don't need you in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Find Mm -hmm. your people because there are people out there that will support you no matter what. Um, And will love you for who you are and won't think you need to change in any way, shape, or form. Yep. Right. We hate people that (laughs) don't love everybody. We just wanted to say thank you so much. And also... Our chick bit, too, is about transgender people, and we thought this was super important to go over. So our chick bit this time is transgender people come from all walks of life. It is estimated that there are more than two million transgender individuals across the United States. The word transgender or trans is an umbrella term for people whose gender identity is different from the sex assigned to them at birth. When you become an ally of transgender people, your actions will help change the culture, making society a better and safer place for transgender people and for all people, trans or not, who do not conform to conventional gender expectations. And we believe that more than anything. So if you're listening to us and you don't agree with that, bye. (laughs) Uh, See you later. Uh, We'll not miss you. 
But <laughs> yes, we just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. We're so happy to meet you too. It's nice. It kind of feels like we've met you in person in a way. Yeah. Virtually in the meta. Yeah. <laughs> in the metaverse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. We we thank- appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thank it's been you. awesome. You're amazing. Yeah. If you want to get hold of us, email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need is in our direct me, which you will be able to find in this episode description. Until next time, guys, bald peck out.